Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Watching Lockie Hunter in the Melbourne Footy Club running around. He's about to join us. And for Ty Power, your trusted local, of course, he does join us. Uh, the left-footed Melbourne wingman, he was in the middle of it all last night. It was a fascinating game of footy at the MCG. The D's prevailed in the end after a really strong final quarter by 18 points. And the new D joins us on the program. Hey, Lockie, thanks for joining us, mate. Well done on the win last night. Yeah, boys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, good win. Take us inside, um, which will hopefully that phone line. Maybe, I don't know whether you're speaking to us on a head, like the old earbuds or whatever, but we'll, hopefully we'll get a clearer uh, sound out of you uh, on the way through. Mm. Uh, take us inside the game last night. Watching it on the tally, it was it looked like a frantic, high-pressure, high-turnover game of footy. What was it like out there? Um, yeah, sorry, guys. I'll no, back the perfect. Headphones there, so <laughs> perfect. I hope this is a bit better. Got you, um, Perfect now. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's a big crowd and a big occasion. Um, Richard Orr is going to bring that pressure and that heat. Um, and it felt like that throughout most of the night. I mean, it was pretty scrappy at times, but intensity is high and we're able to get it back on our terms as the game went on. It was, and you, you dug yourself a bit of a hole for a couple of times throughout the game. But the, the I guess the impressive thing for, for you guys is that there didn't seem to be any great panic. They never what, stopped playing yeah, Melbourne footy. That's it. Yeah. And it, well, that's how it looked. It, is that how it felt out there as well? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we've trained quite hard on that over the preseason. You know, a lot of teams do different scenarios. They're down by five goals, up by five goals, and um, and what changes? And often, it's, you know, nothing really changes. You just got to go back to what you know, and you, you jump down on the fundamentals, which is what we did. And and as I said, the game started to shift. And, and what about for you personally? Uh, regard high impact player, and what you, you, you saw, what were you uh, capable of doing with the Bulldogs? How's the the transition and the role that you've been asked to play, is it, is it similar? Yeah, it is. It's a role I'm really comfortable with, probably my, my preferred role. Um, look, spending large chunks of time on that wing, I don't I don't actually think I've played anywhere else this year. So it's, it's nothing new from, from that sense. It's just getting used to, to how this team operates and, you know, how certain players behave and which way they like to roll and um, little things that I probably took for granted how much I knew of the dogs. Is there a similarity, Lockie, any similarities at all about the way, you know, when the bullies, at the team that you're part of was at its best, you know, that kind of manic sort of go-forward footy that you played and, and what Melbourne do, are there any similarities between the two styles that, that these two teams play? Um, there's definitely um, some similarities between certain players. I've been really fortunate to have, you know, two really talented um, groups of inside mids, so... Um, as a wingman, you kind of rely on those guys to, to get to work and often feed the ball to the outside where I'll be. So there's a few things there. But from a team point of view, um, there's probably a fair bit of difference, to be honest, with yep. how they go about um, setting up the ground and, and ball movement and things like that. So in terms of your role, once once um, Grundy and Gorn find their rhythm and find their range together, you must you and Ed Langdon in particular and you know Angus and a couple of the others... You must be licking your chops. If, if they can get the sort of dominance that we think they're, they're likely to get with that group of inside midfielders that you've just referenced, do you blokes who, who get on the next sort of line of the um, possession chain, 
you're going to have a great time. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I think that's how it um, it should play out. You know, often the role, you know, as the winger, as I said, you kind of you're relying on those those people to do so much of the work to, to reap the rewards on the outside. So if the, if the team isn't as talented or you don't win, you know, first possession by as much or clearances, it can be a it can be a pretty lonely position the wing at times. So I'm I'm very thankful that I'm in the team I am. And, and just on that comment, we're talking about making the comparisons between where you've been and where you're at now and both successful programs when you're there, outside of the structure, outside of the X's and O's, when you think of the the culture of the organisations, are there any major noticeable differences in the way they go about it? Um, Nothing really. I mean, look, all footy clubs, I think, from my experience, are quite similar in a lot of ways. There's a few little things that are different, but I mean, everyone values the same things and, and tries to work on the same things, so nothing massive really to mm. speak of. Talking to Lockie Hunter, so, so you, you, you talked about being a wingman, and I, you might be able to tell me, you know, sort of more precisely than I can, but it, it feels like the role of the winger has come back into vogue, the, the traditional winger, the winger that sort of holds his width and doesn't necessarily need to sort of get in and, and surround contest and, you know, clog up, I mean, you've got to do that sometimes, but... In terms of the holding width, can you, without giving away any secrets, can you give us your instructions? What are you told to do when you're on the fat side uh, of the ground? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it has evolved. I mean, when I kind of first started, you know, Andrew Gaff was probably that, you know, prototype wingman who would get behind the ball and, and mop up a lot of possession there, but it's, it's probably not played as much that way. You've got to, I mean, the one you're talking about, the fat side winger, you have to as the ball goes inside 50, you have to be right up on your opponent, closing out exits. Most teams are looking to come through the corridor or go open side and out of that, out of that um, defense. So you've got to be able to close that one. Um, and you just got to be able to cover a lot of ground, really. You've got to do it at both ends of the ground, um, not collapse. Often you can just allow the, the inside mids to go to work, work and, and get the job done inside. And as long as you've got the outside covered, that's most of the work. Yep. And uh, you're playing with a guy that's been lauded, uh, Max Gorn, for, for his leadership. and Beautiful human being, Keith. We love, everything, uh, we love everything about him. Uh, he looks like a, a, a ripping fella. And the selflessness is what he does as well. Just hearing after the game from uh, from Brody Grundy saying that it was Max out in the field that said, hey, bro, you go spend some more time in the ruck. I'll wreak havoc down here in the forward line. It was his call which seems very selfless on on his behalf can you enlighten us a little bit more about his leadership style yeah he is i mean yeah selfless is probably the word that comes to mind even when i first came to the club you know his approach to getting Brody. i'm not sure if everyone would have would have had that approach bring in you know another ruckman of that caliber um at max's age he's obviously played footy for a long time um but his approach to just want the team to get better and how excited he was i think sums up him as a person. Hey, Lockie, you mentioned the inside midfielders that you've been lucky to play with. Who's tougher? <laughs> Who's just head over the footy, no fear, uh, bounce back up when they get absolutely pulverised? Who, who's tougher, Jack Viney or Tom Liberatore? <laughs> I, won't, uh, I won't be making too many yeah, I might leave that to Josh Dunkley for now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
chance of getting anything remotely. Well, they're both tough as teeth. They mate. are. I mean, you, there's no. Nah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Loggy, what about um, with uh, just, uh, just the a last? Good answer. It was a good answer. Yeah, solid. Uh, the last, uh, just throw someone else under the bus. Exactly. Uh, the, <laughs> the last few days, a lot of talk about the negotiations going on, but with the um, collective bargaining agreement and talk about the the league and and some of the clubs wanting the ability to trade players do you have against, a, against their like without well, in, yeah where they have the right to mm. trade a player's rights to another team uh, do you think that that did you see any merit in that um oh look it's fascinating i mean it's it's obviously happens in american sport which um which i follow fairly closely so um, it's not a foreign concept from from that point of view. Whether or not um, you know we get ticked off, or whether or not it'll, it'll ever be here in my time in AFL, I'm not sure. But um, it's above my pay grade those decisions. But it's uh, it's interesting. What would be the biggest draw? You know, so you you mentioned you know American sports and the salaries they draw over there are, are, are huge compared to you blokes, obviously. But you know, it's all it's all relative to a degree, I suppose. Would yep. that would that be the biggest drawback in a league like ours? The fact that blokes aren't, by and large, they just aren't getting paid enough money um, to deal with that sort of, you know, personal kind of relocation trauma. Um, oh, look, I guess so. I mean, comparative to, to wages around the country, I'm kind of just thinking on the fly here. But it's compared to the American sports, there, you know, they blow your average wage out of the water. And um, although footy is very good, it's you're right. It's probably in a different boat to that. So look, that, that's probably the main one to uproot your family and your life and. And everything you know, um, it's a big job. And how are you going with your just you know the, the sort of big broad outlook of life and footy and the balance? We know you know we all know you took us inside uh, the fact that you had a few issues last year that you need to sort out. Uh, how's the whole kind of balance of everything working out for you early doors in two thousand and twenty three? Yeah, it's really good, mate. I'm I'm really loving it. Of you know the change up for footy, um, you know brings a refreshed approach to things and. Um, I'm loving going into the club every day and, and really enjoying my footy and life at the moment, so I'm in a good spot. Well, good man. Uh, mm. it's, you're part of an exciting footy team, and it was, a, it was a terrific game of footy to watch last night. There was some you know, pressure errors. Some of the umpiring was a bit curious, and it wasn't, a, it wasn't a necessarily a pretty game of footy, but it was a compelling one, mate, and uh, it was a really important win for you and your teammates. So well done. Thanks for joining us the day after. Um, I- I- enjoy the lead-up to the next one. Thanks for having me on, guys. See you later. Good on you. You're a good man, Loggy.